You're listening to WBEZ. There is a remarkable run of blockbuster public corruption cases filing through Chicago's federal courthouse this year. Chicago Public Media is examining the defining issues facing our democracy and reforms proposed to strengthen it. WBEZ's Dave McKinney examines the effect all of these corruption cases are having on Illinois' democracy and its voters. Acting U.S. Attorney Morris Pasquale appeared before news cameras last spring after a jury convicted four former Commonwealth Edison executives and lobbyists of conspiring to bribe former Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan. For prosecutors, it was a career win, an exclamation point on Justice Department data that shows public corruption convictions in Chicago stand at an eight-year high. If so many people are getting caught, why then, Pasquale was asked, does public corruption keep happening here? We, meeting the feds, have been prosecuting public corruption for a long time. And it seems like a lot of people are slow getting the message. Illinois has had four of its last 11 governors go to federal prison. And more than 2,200 public officials statewide have been convicted of federal corruption charges since 1976, often with each case sounding a little more shocking and brazen than the last. Why it keeps happening in Illinois is important to know, but even more important is measuring what effect corruption is having on the state's democracy and its voters. In a way, that's an even more complicated and interesting question. That's Northwestern University law professor and former federal prosecutor Juliette Sorensen, who teaches courses on public corruption. Corruption impedes democracy in almost too many ways. To count. Former Chicago Alderperson Ed Burke is on trial, the fourth major corruption trial this year. Jurors are currently listening to evidence that he allegedly strong-armed city developers to hire his law firm. And in April, Madigan is set to go on trial for racketeering and bribery. University of Illinois at Chicago political science professor Dick Simpson has made a career of studying corruption, everything from judges on the take to shakedowns from governors and aldermen. All of those have informed the public uh, that they shouldn't trust their public officials. And it's been, uh, that's been a negative effect throughout our politics at every level. The level at which people want to contact the public officials, the level in which they have faith in the government decisions that are made. Polling has borne out that cynicism. In 2012, the Paul Simon Public Policy Institute at SIU Carbondale found that more than three in four people considered corruption to be widespread. People think all the politicians and government officials are crooks. And when people think like that, studies show voting patterns can suffer. But Becky Simon, president of the League of Women Voters of Illinois, isn't seeing that play out here, at least yet. In spite of corruption on the part of individual elected officials, voters still have confidence in American democracy. That is what League sees. That is why voters are going to the polls. WBEZ analyzed total statewide ballots cast and voter registration totals during the past dozen Illinois general elections dating back to 2000. Sure enough, voter participation actually increased, even in non-presidential years, and it was at percentages greater than the state's population gain during that period. When corruption is exposed, voters are ready and eager to make their voice heard through the democratic process, through voting. But for every potentially encouraging sign like that, there are other examples that show corruption carries a real cost. 
A 2014 study involving the 10 most corrupt states in the country, Illinois being one of them, found that government expenditures were more than $1,300 higher per capita than in states with lower levels of public corruption. And testimony in the ComEd trial revealed that ratepayers paid billions of dollars more as a result of bribery-tainted legislation that passed. Back on that day when the ComEd case was decided, juror Amanda Schnitker Sayers hoped the verdict she helped reach would change the system. This should be a landmark where we start to do better for ourselves, for our children, and have pride in our city and our state and not make any shady dealings to get stuff done because we don't need to. In Illinois, that seems to be a message that some of our leaders have missed. Dave McKinney, WBEZ News. This is WBEZ.